Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio Show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPAI Radio, linking business, education, and technology. Well, good evening to everybody. This is Wayne Hicks, the Executive Director of the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation. We are just a little bit under, under one week away from the 37th Annual National BDPA Technology Conference that will take place in Washington, D.C., and at downtown at the, uh, at the Washington Hilton. And to kind of preview the conference, we are very, very excited that we have a very special guest who will be our only guest uh, for the show. Her name is Pamela Matthews. Pamela, how are you today? I'm excellent, Wayne. How are you? I am outstanding. Looking forward very much to hearing what you have to say about the conference, about BDPA in general. I'll just give a a quick overview of your bio. Uh, Pamela has been active with BDPA for a number of years. She served in the past as the BDPA Chicago chapter president. She has been the president-elect for the national organization. She is now the national president, having been appointed to that position uh, a little bit over a year ago. She is running for and will be in the election to serve a two-year term as the next national vice president. There is a single candidate for the national president. He was our guest on this show a few weeks back. His name is Mike Williams. He works for Cigna. Pamela works for HSBC North America a large financial services organization with an international portfolio. And we are just very blessed to have Pamela in the role, not just as our, as our president, but also as our longtime conference director. Uh, Pamela, how many years have you been leading the conference effort? Oh, let's see, probably about um, maybe four years, four or five years. Oh, boy, it seems longer than that. It does seem longer than that. (laughs) Four or five years leading the uh, single largest fundraiser for BDPA. And uh, we have a a, a very, just an exciting program that's set set up for folks uh, coming next year. Before I get to talking about the conference, I guess I just want to give you the opportunity. You've been serving now for just a little bit under one year as our national president. Um, how has the year gone for you? 
the year has been a whirlwind. We have been so busy and so excited and convicted to make sure that things were a success as this is our 40th year. So myself and the board and the NEC, we have all been working very diligently to try and make this the best BDPA ever. And so what are some of the things, not not conference-related, but just some of the other aspects of your role as our national president? You know, what what really has been keeping you keeping you busy, the, the non-conference-related things that have been keeping you busy over the past, um, you know, eight, nine, ten months? Well, the biggest focus has definitely been on our branding effort. We decided that we were going to attack our brand rejuvenation this year, and we have been going full force. So obviously there are several components and several phases that are included in doing an effort of this size, but that has been a large part of our focus as well as looking at our processes and procedures, make sure we're up to date and current, as well as just running the organization day to day and making it a great success. So the branding and rebranding has been a, a, a big part of it. I, I think a lot of folks may have noticed um, that you've begun to roll out the rebranding of BDPA with things like the uh, like the new logo that folks will see when they come to the website at www.bdpa.org. What are the other aspects of, of a rebranding effort? You said it was a number of phases. What are, what are the phases that you guys have been going through as you work through this entire rebranding effort? So obviously the logo changed. We are making updates to the Webly on a weekly basis at this point. We want to make sure that it is uh, a clear depiction of where we're going as an organization and what we believe our value proposition will be going forward. Um, The biggest piece of this puzzle is the program. So we've started to look at the programs knowing that they will have to be rejuvenated as well. So we put some things in place like BDPA Connect, which is our college engagement initiative. We had a pilot a few months ago, and we will have um, ongoing activities throughout the year to build our pipeline. We have to think about our succession planning as well as, you know, what is it that these college students have and want from BDPA to offer to our membership as volunteers, as well as to our corporate partners. We want to make sure that that digital pipeline is full every day. So we have to engage our college students, and that's a big piece of what BDPA has been thinking about for the last several months is engaging them. But also recognizing that we have various member types. So we have our adult professionals, and we want to be the best for them. We have our high school students as well as our entrepreneurs. That's another piece that we're looking at is what is the value proposition for an entrepreneur with BEPA? What do they need to know? Do they need startup? Do they need to continue marketing, growth, development? And we want to make sure that every member type that we have is addressed and that we think about what our brand means for them and how they represent our brand. When BDPA says that it has programs and services from the classroom to the boardroom, um, that is exactly what, what you described. Uh, that, that's very, very strong high school programs, the programs for the K-12 uh, grade students is important. Um, you've, you've talked about a new, a new initiative called BDPA Connect. 
uh, for college students, and you're saying that we will see that um, demonstrated next week while we're all in Washington, D.C. for the conference. You have a number of initiatives and programs that are available for our adult professionals, and then a lot, an energy around entrepreneurs and business owners um, that I, I'm not sure I recall seeing in, in quite a while. Um, it's something that we have talked about, but there definitely is a, it seems like that'll be a part of this rebranding you know, initiative and effort is to try to uh, provide a, a greater value proposition for entrepreneurs to, uh, to, to look at when they think about membership in BDPA. That is an awful lot to, um, to, to try to get your hands around over the course of the, of the past, uh, of past few months. How, how, does it, how does it feel like it's going to – you said there's different phases. What, what phase do you, think, do you describe us being in right now? Well, currently we're in the phase of, you know, the, the material. So we're focused on the marketing material. So what you will see is new membership brochures, um, new one-pagers about BDPA, showing our new branding, showing what we are driving to over the coming years. We also obviously will be updating the website. That's going to take some time to get everything up to date. Um, we definitely, third and fourth quarter, our major focus is our programming. We want to make sure that we look at every program we currently have and investigate some programs that we don't have. So I did talk about entrepreneurship because we had that before, and it kind of went away, and we want to reengage that. But also we want to think about what's necessary from um, financial literacy. Is that something that we need to make sure that our students and even some of our adults have awareness of? So we're looking at various programs, that can be offered not just at the conference but year-round for our membership to take advantage of no matter what capacity those members are in. That's an awful lot to, uh, to, to, to kind of look at. I know one of the things that will be happening are delegates from the 46 chapters around the nation will be coming together uh, next week, and they'll be asked to look at bylaw changes, uh, for the national organization, and they'll also be asked to vote on the important national offices, the national presidency, the national vice president, the VP of finance, along with the regional officers. And there's an awful lot of excitement within the BDPA organization about those. You, of course, have uh, put your name in the hat, so you've been nominated and have accepted the nomination uh, for our national president. Um, some would, would just ask, what, what, why would you um, want to be the vice president as opposed to, let's say, the president, the role that you have been uh, dealing with over the past year since you were, since you were appointed to it uh, last uh, November, the November time frame? I'm really surprised to hear you ask me that question, Wayne. Um, <laughs> I, I came into national vice president with a distinct focus and plan. Uh, my intent was to be national vice president for two terms, specifically because I feel it's important, one, for me to have awareness of everything that is BDPA, but also to make sure that I am prepared and equipped as well as the organization is to be a successful president. So that is why I chose to be national vice president. There's a lot of responsibilities as vice president that I feel are necessary and was working towards those things in the past and would like to continue that momentum and to see successful implementation of those things. 
That's excellent. Do you, would you would you have good words to say, or do you have any in talking to our audience out there? The the gentleman who is uh, running unopposed for the national president slot is Mike Williams. Uh, Mike was a guest on our show a couple of weeks back. What's been your experience in working with Mike? Mike and I have worked very closely over the last um, eight months, seven eight months. Um, we both share the same passion for BDPA. And we also know that BDPA has so much opportunity, and we both are driven to making sure that those opportunities come to fruition. So we work very closely. Um, we, we don't necessarily have scheduled meetings, but we definitely are in contact probably throughout the week um, just to make sure that we're aligned and make sure that we are communicating with our board, with our NEC, as well as our members, and hearing them and responding to their requests and inquiries and even suggestions because, you know, just because you're a leader of an organization does not mean you have all the answers. So we are always willingly taking feedback, suggestions, and questions just to make sure that, you know, we can deliver on our commitment to this organization. Well, I, I, I think and I, I, I sense it's the same feeling that a lot of, of chapters and members have that our leadership team, led by you and by uh, Mr. Mike Williams, is in very good hands. We're just very, very happy with um, the, the direction that the organization is going and, and kind of where we, can, where we can get to if we continue with the strong leadership that you and Mike have shown us over the past eight months, if that can continue for a sustained period of time. That feels real good for all of us. Um, of course, that leads us to our big event, our 37th annual national conference. It's a celebration of our 40th year as a organization, as a national organization. Uh, you have so many things that are that are planned, so many uh, awards and recognition on an individual and a and a corporate level. I guess we should start with the um, – you, of course, are the director for the conference, but you are have some, some great folks that have come on board to serve as honorary co-chairs annual conference. Can you give background on some of our, of our honorary chairs uh, that, are, that are in place? Sure, absolutely. Um, we have been fortunate to have a number of incredible honorary chairs. We have Terry Halverson with the Department of Defense, Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes-Norton, Dave Stewart of Worldwide Technology, Harry Wingo from the D.C. Chamber of Commerce, and Mark DeFrancisco, and Dr. Ife Williams, who has been a great benefit to us in our marketing across the D.C. area and putting us in contact with several folks. So we have, a, you know, an amazing group, and some of them are repeat, um, like, Mr. Halverson and Mark DeFrancisco, they've been with us before and they are longtime supporters of BDPA, but it's great to build new relationships such as Worldwide Technologies with Dave Stewart and him coming on board. It's just been a, it's been a great opportunity for BDPA to show ourselves to some different audiences, as you know, with the message that Congresswoman Lenore and Holmes Norton sent out on our behalf. You know, those are things that just make us feel like we are the organization that we believe we are. Well, that is, that is outstanding. Um, of course, the honorary chairs worked with you and your team 
to, to really put together a tremendous agenda for next week. I, I'm even looking at the early, early part of the week. Uh, there's a, there is a pretty major town hall meeting that uh, BDPA will be hosting. Can you tell us the guest, the guest speaker, the featured speaker for that town hall meeting? Absolutely. It is General Colin Powell, and we were very excited to be able to have him come in and speak to our conference attendees and to feel his passion about our organization to build time in his schedule to do so. You know, it it was a pleasant surprise when he told us that he was interested in coming and that he was going to make time, and here it is on Wednesday morning. He helped us to kick our conference off in a great way. Wait a minute. You mean retired General Colin Powell, the uh, highest-ranked military officer of color in the history of America, will be our will be our our town hall speaker on Wednesday? That is remarkable. That, he will be there. <laughs> that is that is uh, that is shock and awe. That's what he used to like to do when he put his troops in the battle, and and so you have put. Uh, him into battle for BDPA, the shock and awe of starting off the conference with uh, General Colin Powell. That that will really be outstanding. That's on Wednesday, uh, on Wednesday, a, a week from tomorrow. That'll be truly, truly remarkable. Who, who else do we have as has like uh, other speakers of note to look for um, in the general sessions that are taking place next week? Well, we also have um, Charles Eaton from Creating IT Futures Foundation as a result of our new partnership with CompTIA. He will be there Wednesday morning also. And we have Thursday a women's panel with um, media and technology, and it's an interesting group of women. We have Kim Keenan. Um, we also have Dana Campos, Marita Coley, Sharon Morton, and Denise West, and those ladies are taking on a very intriguing topic. They want to know, do they have to act like a man to be a successful woman in media and technology? And they have several aggressive questions that they will be posing during this discussion. So I'm excited to see what's going to come out to be. Um, And then on Friday, we have um, Jean Waddy from Diversant, who will be joining us, also a new partner with National BDTA. So things are just going very well. I think we have a dynamic lineup for general sessions and those panels for everyone on those daily Wednesday through Friday in the morning to get us off to a good start. That is remarkable. On Wednesday uh, in the evening is when we have the traditional opening ceremony for the conference, the opening reception. It's uh, co-sponsored by Worldwide Technology. Um, actually, our honorary chair will be the our honorary co-chair will be the speaker, the chief executive officer for Worldwide Technology, Mr. Dave Stewart. Um, can you tell the audience about Worldwide Technology and kind of what they're bringing uh, to the table for BDPA? Sure. Um, Worldwide Technology is bringing a few things to BDPA. So obviously, they have been a partner in the Atlanta chapter and. We're very excited that they have decided to broaden the scope and come to National BDPA as a partner. In addition to that, we are working on a partnership 
that will be celebrated at this conference with um, the Global Leadership Forum, which is a new partner that is being developed um, at the initiative of Worldwide Technology. And it's a great coalition that they're forming. We're looking forward to that um, at the end of this year and early next year. So Worldwide Technology has a special component for the opening ceremony that Dave Stewart and his interview style of, of keynote speaking. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that will come into our, you know, usual traditional keynote speaker that just stands and speaks. So excited about that. And in addition to him getting an honorary chair at the opening ceremony, we will also have our other honorary chair, Harry Wingo, that will welcome us to D.C. at the opening. So lots of good things happening there. Um, we will have a couple of scholarships being awarded during that time, too. So everyone has to come and see who's going to win, as well as hearing these two gentlemen speak. I, I understand when you talk about scholarships, um, my understanding is that there will be uh, close to 50 college scholarships awarded over the course of the week, um, and there will be about $100,000 in scholarship money that is being awarded uh, over that course of that, that week. And so you're saying that that opening ceremony, we'll actually begin to see some of those college scholarships being awarded to young people that have demonstrated their desire to be part of the STEM training, you know, movement moving into the future and, and part of BDPA. That, that's, a, um, that's a tremendous accomplishment for BDPA. You know, we're excited that um... – we will be giving out scholarships over the course of those days. So it's not just a one scholarship. We have numerous scholarships, and they will be recognized throughout the conference. That is remarkable. And that's one thing that that we we tend to try to reach out to our sponsors, and we ask them to not just sponsor our programs and our services, but then also to sponsor either our existing scholarships like the Dr. Jesse Bemley Scholarship or to create ones that are in their name, which we've seen done uh, by four or five companies that, that will be featured uh, next week at the conference. That is, that is very, very good news. Um, there will also be some recognition that takes place uh, later in the week. We'll be recognizing um, individuals and corporations that compete for the Epsilon Award. Can you, can you tell us more about the Epsilon Award and, and what that means to BDPA? Sure. And so for the Epsilon Awards, we recognize individuals as well as corporate partners. So this year was remarkable with the, with the participation from the individual perspective. We have three categories that we recognize people in as well as we have 32 finalists that we will be recognizing during the Founders Reception. And during the gala, we will announce the top in those categories. So. We're very excited to have that much participation. It was truly a surprise, but one that was definitely pleasant. And we will also recognize the companies that are competing for the top, top company for blacks and technology. And we have 10 of those that will be competing for that spot, and we'll recognize them during our dignitaries reception on Friday night, which is hosted by Miller Coors. And the winner of that award will also be recognized during the gala. Wow. That's that's an awful lot. 32 individual finalists for the three Epsilon Award categories of career achievement, 
outstanding technical contribution and community service. And then of those 32, you're indicating that that um, we'll get three winners in each category that we will announce on on that final evening at the awards gala. That is that's remarkable. It is. It's amazing. And we have an amazing surprise for them as well. So I think it's going to be very good. And then the the honor for on it, the, the highest corporate award that we'll give out is that Epsilon Award for Corporations, the top company for Blacks in Technology. And um, there really are some, some, some great companies that are finalists for that. I'll just read them off uh, quickly in case they are in the audience who want to dial in or Anthem. It's one of those folks, the Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, Montana, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Texas. A fourth finalist is Cox Enterprises. Another is Diversant. Another is a longtime platinum sponsor, HP. Hewlett Packard is one of those. Another is a West Coast company, Intel. Another finalist for the Epsilon Award on a corporate level is platinum sponsor Johnson & Johnson. There also is sponsorship and a finalist uh, nod that's been given to State Farm Insurance Company. And finally, to Wells Fargo, Remarkable Financial Services Organization. So those nine companies will all be finalists, and we'll find out at the awards gala how well they do. So the conference has so many things to offer. There are corporate awards, there's individual awards, there's college scholarships, there's remarkable speakers. How about the workshops for our adult professionals and for and for our young people? What what are what, what are some of the highlights that they can expect from the conference workshops, both adults and youth? Well, you know, just to take a step further back. I'd like to talk about the chapter leaders' workshops and just to make sure that there's awareness that there will be chapter leaders' workshops on Tuesday starting the conference, and those are not just for chapter presidents but are for sincere chapter leaders, whether they are current or whether they plan to be a chapter leader. So those are taking place on Tuesday, and we will cover um, bylaws, parliamentary procedure, chapter management and compliance, We'll have a roundtable discussion as well as social media and branding. So those are for our chapter leaders, current and future. But um, to talk about technology camp topics as well as the adult workshops, we have so many amazing topics that I'm trying to figure out how I will get to all of them. So just um, – <laughs> From an adult workshop, we have things that are talking about big data. We have the PMO of 2020. We have cyber disaster recovery. Um, we have all kinds of things that are just geared towards the IT professional. So there is not one thing that is not a current hot topic in technology that we did not cover for these adult workshops. We wanted to make sure that everyone who invested time, money, and effort to get to this conference would leave with something that would help them, that would help them to develop, to be better, and to take something back to their workplace. That is excellent. Those adult workshops, 
that truly is professional development. That truly is uh, getting them at the top of their game in terms of staying current with technology, with the trends that are taking place in the technology industry. Um, that, that really is, that's really the heart and soul of a conference are those, those um, professional development workshops that, that our adult professionals will be able to participate in, really talking and asking questions and really getting kind of, a, kind of an inside knowledge of some of, the, uh, uh, some of the really great trends in our industry. And then it's the same thing for the young people, right? They have a youth technology camp that's a component of this. Um, what, what are some of the things that, that our young people can, can expect from the conference next week? So that's my challenge because I think I want to go to some of their workshops also. So they will have 3D printing technology. They will have um, a comparison to coding and fashion, being groomed for greatness. And another component that we have this year that we haven't had before is our partnership with the Best Buy Geek Squad. So they will be coming in on Thursday to provide workshops for our students on digital citizenship, music, Lego robotics, and circuit boards. Um, And I've heard that they may try and add another workshop in there as well. So, you know, I am torn between the adults and the youth workshop, so I think I will try to get to both. Well, you are young at heart, um, Pamela, and so you are able to, and and you're our national president, so I'm fairly certain you can go to any workshop you would like to go to. Very certain about that. Very excited to hear that the Best Buy Geek Squad Academy is going to be coming by and really showcasing some of the uh, technology that they have in their stores with our young people. Yeah, so I'm hoping this is going to be an ongoing partnership. I was very excited when they said that they would like to come this year and participate with us. So it's a great opportunity for our students to see um, technology at its best. As we know, Best Buy is going to continue to to grow and develop and try and stay ahead of everyone. There are so many other things that are happening for for young people um, at the conference, and and um, uh, maybe we'll do this. Let me uh, let me uh, ask Elvaraldo if he is still with us. If he can go ahead and and play a commercial, and then we'll come back and talk about some of the other aspects of the conference as it relates to our young people, uh, to our college students, um, and then as we get towards the end of the week, some of the other recognition and awards that, that will be taking place. So, Alvarado, if you are there, we're looking for you. All right, I surprised him. I apologize. Join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future at the 37th Annual National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the Washington Hilton Hotel, located at 1919 Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., from August 18th to 22nd. BDPA is the largest African-American information technology association in the U.S., involved in training professionals and students in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. For the past 36 years, BDPA conferences have provided opportunities for innovators like you to get the knowledge and resources that are critical to stay on top. So please, from August 18th to 22nd, you too can join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future. For more information on BDPA's National Conference and Free Career Fair, please visit www.bdpa.org. (laughs) 
It will truly be an outstanding event next week. It is an event that we ask all of our members from around the nation to converge on Washington, D.C., to really try to help us advance the careers uh, from the classroom to the boardroom for young people. We have an awful lot that's in store at all of those levels, the adult professionals, our high school students, our college students, our entrepreneurs, our executives. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what high school students and college students can expect next week. Uh, there are at least three very powerful competitions that they will be engaged in. Can you share information about that with us, Madam President? I can. So we will have the, um, to start on Tuesday, we will have a new event. We will have our Coders Rumble Hackathon. So this is a new component that we're testing, and it is open to everyone. It's open to conference attendees, non-conference attendees, young, old, adults. It's open to everyone, and it is being sponsored by Cigna and Worldwide Technology. So the good piece about that is they are giving away cash prizes. So the winners will take home cash that day. So that is one competition, and it's not just students, but like I said, open to anyone. But we don't want the adults to come and take advantage of the students, but it is open to them as well. We and, also and a person have... who wants, and, well, I'm sorry, Pamela, a person who wants to compete in that Coders Rumble, in that in the BDPA hackathon, that actually is, is free of charge this year. Is that, is that correct? Yes, it's absolutely free. You just need to go to the website. We just want you to register so we can at least have the correct numbers to make sure that we have enough food, we have enough space to accommodate everyone who wants to participate, but it is absolutely free. And there are so many, uh, there's so many members of BDPA, there's so many supporters of BDPA that have seen the work that we have done with young people in our high school computer competition and some of the other competitions that you'll be talking about. This is really an opportunity for adults to showcase their skill set. So I, I truly want to encourage our adults to, to go to the website, to click on register. It's free of charge. We just need you to say, I got some skills that I would like folks to know about. And so Coders Rumble, uh, that'll be wonderful. I, I hope that we get a very good turnout for that. What, what are some of the other competitions that, that our younger people, um, in terms of our high school and college age kids, can participate in? So we have our second instance of the mobile application showcase that is being sponsored by McDonald's and State Farm. And we are excited to see how things have developed from the last year. We do have a number of students that went through the training program, and I believe we're down to four or five finalists at this point. And their um, programs will be on display on Thursday, and we will find out who the winners are. This year, I believe we have all college students that are participating, so that's a difference than the last year when we had high school and college students. All righty. So in addition to the mobile application showcase, what else can a young person show their skills at? Can a young person show their skills at? They can participate in our IT showcase, which is our independent self-study project that students compete in from a high school and college perspective. This year, I believe we have 28 students that will be competing for scholarships from that program. And um, Dr. Bemley has spent a great amount of time in working with those students 
to bring them to a level of perfection that he expects. So that will take place on Thursday as well. There are some parts of it that are not open to the public, but they will definitely be on display, and um, I believe in Columbia Hall, so that you can see what these young people have done for themselves and have come up as far as projects. And some of them have some very interesting things that they come about with as topics, so please stop by and see them. They will be on display. And lastly is our high school computer competition also known as HSPC, and we have um, a number of teams from across the country that will be competing. As we know, they go in on Thursday morning, and they come out on Friday as new people that have developed a project that they know will win them scholarships and prizes from um, local and national in some cases, as well as from HP. And, you know, just a number of opportunities that exist, programs, from a learning and development, but also team building and learning how to be able to present themselves. So all of these programs offer those opportunities to our students, which is so key to future leadership of BDPA. This is who we are grooming and developing to take precedence someday. So this is a great opportunity for everyone to come out and see what these students have to offer. That's remarkable. That program has actually been going for for close to 30 years, we have been doing that particular um, kind of trying to bridge the digital divide is what we used to call that. Um, that's really an important program that introduces STEM education to young people uh, in high school and, and, um, and, and really gives them opportunities that will result in college scholarships. Very proud this year that Walmart is one of the major sponsors of the college scholarships that these young people will earn, up to 25 of these young people will earn college scholarships, um, primarily funded by Walmart. Um, that, that really is a remarkable, that number was, I heard you say there were going to be 28, um, this is on the earlier program, that IT showcase, that you had 28 individuals that will be competing. That's the largest number of individuals competing for the IT showcase. That's remarkable. Yes, it is. We're very excited to have all of them there. And those are young people that we're hoping at some point will actually go ahead and continue their education to the point of not just getting their computer science degrees and their hard science degrees, but actually go on and try to get PhDs to, to demonstrate these same skill sets as they try to become uh, African-American PhDs in computer science, these other hard sciences. Uh, that's kind of the, the stated purpose of that particular event. That, that is remarkable. We really have some great things happening with young people. Um, and we hope that all of our members, all of our supporters, all of our sponsors will rally behind the young people that are coming from their chapter and that will all be descending on Washington, D.C. at the Washington Hilton uh, next next week. That is, that's truly remarkable. What else do we have going on next week that you, that you would like to uh, share with our audience as it relates to the upcoming national conference? Well, I'd like to talk about what we have going on for our college students. So this All right, year we have, <laughs> we have three opportunities for our college students. Um, J.P. Morgan Chase is hosting a college seminar for our students, and it is centered around the Chase Techno the J.P. Morgan Chase Technology Analyst Program. 
And all of these are taking place in the afternoon and in the evening, specifically because we are hoping that we will be able to also engage some local college students to come over. The programs for the college students are completely free of charge. So any college student that you know of that wants to come and attend, they have all Thursday afternoon from 3.30 on to come over to the conference and participate in these programs. So as I said, J.P. Morgan Chase is sponsoring their technology analyst program, and that's from 3.30 to 5 on Thursday. And following that, we have Eli Lilly, who will be also doing a program, a college student symposium. It's a virtual workshop, and it's on business analytics. And virtual because we know everyone can't get here, so there will be teleconference information as well as um, WebEx so that students can participate remotely if needed. And then lastly, we have our BDPA Connect College Panel and Networking. And this is where you will hear testimonials from students that are in college that have participated in the BDPA program and why they feel there's value there for them. There will also be networking for them. And all of these programs will have refreshments between them as well as, you know, time for the students to talk to each other as well as meet new people. So we're very excited that we will have these opportunities on Thursday afternoon and evening for our college students. That is remarkable. That's a lot of really great things for college students, both that are in the D.C. area while we're there, the college students that will be coming uh, to D.C. from the various chapters around the nation, and then even those that aren't able to be there, they, the idea of that virtual college symposium sponsored by Eli Lilly, that's in, that sounds like a very exciting opportunity to spread the BDPA message far and wide, even for those that can't be in Washington, D.C. Uh, that particular week. Then, of course, on Friday, I'm sorry, of course, on Friday um, and Saturday, a couple of uh, truly amazing things, um, our 37th annual conference and career fair and technology expo. Uh, what can folks expect from this career fair? It sounds like it'll be an opportunity for people to really have a chance to interview and to get selected for actual jobs. And that is completely the case of what they can expect. We have several companies and part that will be there. I think we're up to over 33 right now that will be in attendance and that are looking for IT talent and that are also sharing some of the partnership um, opportunities that we've received from our newly formed partnership that um, we're going to go back to, Wayne, because we didn't talk about that. But we have companies in every area from government to education to healthcare to banking, um, pharmaceuticals. I think that we cover it all this time. So if you are looking for a new opportunity, or maybe you're not looking for a new opportunity, but this is a chance you don't want to pass up to see what these people have out here as far as career growth, career development. These are some major corporations as well as government agencies that will be participating in our conference um, career fair this year. And the one thing that we must always stress is that this is completely free. It is open to the public. It is open to conference attendees. 
It is open to college students. Um, you never know what opportunities may present themselves for you at this career fair. The information is online with all of the companies that are participating as well as their booth numbers so that you will be able to go by and talk to them. Several of the companies have bought interview booths because they do plan to have some interviews that take place on the spot. Paired and professional have our information together and come out for this event. There is a registration link that is on our website. We are asking people to register ahead of time. So if you go to bdpa.org and click on career fair information, you will see the link that you can go to and register. So we know you're coming, and we're excited about it. Our companies are looking for that talent, and they also want to be excited. They want to see the brightest and the best, and we know that BDPA has that to offer as well as the Washington, D.C. area. That'll be that'll be quite exciting. That the 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 lives that'll be changed as they begin to experience the, the openings and the career opportunities that are available to them through this BDPA career fair. That'll truly be an exciting an exciting time on on both Friday and Saturday. Um, there'll be other things that are happening on on Saturday. I know that there is a there's a fun event that's taking place uh, for those of you, us that that like to pretend like we are the Tiger Woods of old, what might that be? I think it's the BDPA Golf Classic that's taking the Marlton Golf Course. Um, this is a course that we've never partnered with before, so we're excited. They recently purchased this course, and it is supposedly beautiful. I have not been there, but we are asking people to participate. We have kept the price at the low, low price of $100 instead of raising it. So we want everyone to participate in golf that morning. Get out and exercise. That'll be great. There should be some great um, prizes, some great um, opportunities for networking that will take place. Um, that, that, that will truly be a, a great event on that particular Saturday. And, and um, uh, the, the night before that Friday, of course, um, uh, the Dignitaries Reception, um, I, believe you, that, I believe you had mentioned the Dignitaries Reception that takes place. And on Saturday, there is also a founder's reception. Can you talk about those two um, executive receptions, if you will? Sure. The dignitaries panel and reception will take place on Friday evening at 6 p.m. It is being hosted by Noah Kors this year, and it will also be moderated by Norman Fleming of Miller Kors. And some of the panels include our honorary chair, Terry Halverson from Department of Defense, William Eastmont from Miller Coors, Frank DeArmas of Johnson & Johnson, Latasha Geary of HP, and Darius Riles of Nike. So we are excited about this group of individuals that will be talking about the challenges associated with embracing the digital technology future. Um, and we're going to do something a little different this year. In the past, we've always had um, terms that are limited, but we are going to take some questions from the audience this year. So those of you that received that invite, please be prepared with your questions. We will also have on Saturday, prior to our awards gala, our founders reception. And here is where we recognize our lifetime members, as well as we will be honoring those 32 Epsilon individuals. So that is another event. That is invitation only to lifetime members. So if you want to attend, become a lifetime member today. And you will definitely be included. 
That's a growing number of folks that have decided to, to make that move to become lifetime members. I believe the membership dues for, for a lifetime is $1,000, which in effect means if you plan on living for another decade or beyond, that's a savings for you. So you want to go ahead and do that if you have if you have the opportunity and the means to do so. And that, that reception truly is, it's, it's led by our founder, Mr. Earl Case Jr. And it truly is a, a just a really fun-filled kind of educational and just uplifting event to see the lifetime members and also to see these individual Epsilon folks being honored. That, that, that will be a, an awful lot of fun. Um, and that all leads us, of course, to um, that, that the last event of the conference, which is the awards gala. Um, sponsored this year by Cigna, the Gala Reception, sponsored by Johnson & Johnson. What can people expect from the awards gala? Oh, my goodness. They can expect so much. We will try and get everything in that we can. While this is a 40th anniversary celebration, we do want to make sure that we have some pictures and things from the last 40 years, um, the national president for the last 40 years. We want to talk about those who have gone before us as well. So. There will be different slides and pictures of those things going on during the gala when we have breaks. Um, we do have a number of awards that we will be recognizing. We will be recognizing the top company for black, NIT, the chapter of the year, the Epsilon. We will be giving out um, scholarships. More, Yes, there are more scholarships. We will be giving out scholarships there. We will be recognizing our mobile app, our IT showcase, and our HSBC winners. And we will have a phenomenal raffle prize that will be given from HP that's valued at about at least $3,000 that I'm hoping to win. And lastly, we will recognize our platinum sponsors, our corporation of the year, and our corporate champion of the year. But most importantly, what will happen that night is our co-founder, Earl Pace, will share his thoughts over the last 40 years of BDPA. And I think that's going to be an amazing tribute organization, and we should feel honored and privileged that we have a founder that can participate in a celebration of this magnitude. That that, that truly does sound outstanding. I, I um. Uh, I, I really am looking forward to it. It's a event that, that really brings smiles to everybody's face. It's an event that really brings kind of a happiness and just a, just that feels really good to have thought back to the past week. And in this case, to have thought back to, to have thought back to the past 40 years of programs and scholarships and services um, that the national organization has been delivering and that each of our local chapters in 46 cities around the nation have been delivering as well. Um, Pamela, you, you have really done a remarkable job. What are other thoughts that as you think about next week and what our members and our sponsors and our supporters, you know, what, what can they expect? What are other things that you want to make sure that they are aware of um, as, we, as we bring this particular interview towards its conclusion? I just want to make them aware that the truly the National Board and the National Executive Committee and the conference team we are all here to serve, and we are excited that everyone will be coming to Washington, D.C. We want to make it an experience. So I look forward to counting how many people I meet next week because I think it's going to be lots of new faces, lots of old faces, and I just expect it to be almost a reunion of sorts 
but I don't want to discredit the amount of learning, development, and networking opportunities that will also be there, as well as career opportunities. So I want to make sure that everyone comes and everyone attends. Think about if you can't necessarily attend the conference, think about the things that are open to you that have no cost, such as the hackathon and the career fair, and definitely for our college students that Thursday evening. So I just want to make sure that we realize that we have so many things for everyone, and we want to make sure that no matter where you are, even with the virtual workshop for Eli Lilly, that you can participate in this year's event. There's one event that we didn't talk about, Wayne, and that is our strategic partners reception, which is going to be on Wednesday evening prior to our opening ceremony. And I just want to talk a little bit about that because we have gotten some great strategic partners this year, and we will have them in the room, and they will give a brief um, summary of what that partnership means, but you will be able to talk to those folks. So we will have representatives from the Global Leadership Forum, from CompTIA, from DiversityCom, Diversity in Action, that you can meet and talk during that reception, and it is open to everyone. So I just did not want to forget that before we ended our conversation tonight, Wayne. Well, I appreciate it. There's a, there's so many things going on, it's hard to really cover them all. Um, we have tried as much as we can to do so. If somebody wanted to learn more about the upcoming conference, uh, more about BDPA, uh, where can they go online to learn more? Well, we've tried to make it as informative as possible at bdpa.org. We have everything that we currently um, have information about, the agenda, the workshops, the schedules, the presenters. We also have information about travel. If you still haven't made travel arrangements, there are some travel discounts that are still out there. So I think that's where the bulk of the information will continue to be. We do have a mobile app that will be the conference mobile app for this year. So information will be coming out about that in the next day or two, as well as that will be on the website. So if you want to follow along from home, you will be able to do that as well. And if somebody wanted to call and ask a question about BDPA in general, about the conference in particular, what number would you suggest that they reach out to? My suggestion would be that they would call the national office. It's 301-584-3135, and we will take your questions and get them responded to right away. That is excellent. Truly a remarkable time talking with you this evening, Pamela. I appreciate the fact that you were able to, to donate, in effect, um, the full hour um, for people to ask questions if they had them. Um, you know, through our chat line, I was able to bring in some of the questions that might have come that, through that direction. Um, it just really has been a blessing to have, have you with us. As the conference um, gets ready to get started and as we get ready to have a really great time next week in Washington, D.C., what what do you what do you see happening after that? What what are some of the things that that the national board of directors, that yourself, uh, Mike, and others will be working on in the fourth quarter, kind of moving into 2016? We will be heads down on a few things. So one, we obviously have to continue with our brand rejuvenation, and this is the biggest piece, as I said before, our program. So we will be asking for input from all of you on 
program improvement, new programs, because that's our big commitment for the third and fourth quarter, is to rejuvenate our programs. The other thing that we will be doing in third and fourth quarter is we will have a new leadership team that will be coming in. So we will be transitioning, we will be coming up to speed, sharing best practices, and getting ready to make 2016 even better than 2015. That's an awful lot, an awful lot that has been planned, an awful lot that's actually going to happen. And um, we're just all very, very blessed to be along for the ride with, with you and the other uh, national officers, the other regional officers. It truly has been a remarkable ride since you have taken over as our, as our national president. Um, any final words that you would like to share with the audience? Well, my final words would be that I would love to see everyone at the conference next week. But if I do not, I want everyone to realize my door is always open. You can reach me at president at bdpa.org with any questions, suggestions, comments, and even volunteers. Um, I look forward to continuing to serve out the rest of this year as your president, and I thank all of you for giving me that opportunity. Thank you very much. We'd like to thank our guest, Ms. Pamela Matthews the current national BDPA president. She truly has opened her eyes about the work that's gone on in the beginning of the year, the delivery of a truly remarkable annual conference that will take place next week, and then kind of giving us something to think about as we move it towards the, the fourth quarter of this year and, and really begin putting in place the plans for uh, calendar year 2016 and beyond. Um, truly remarkable time. Thank you very, very much, Pamela, for being our guest. And thank you to everybody that has listened and been a part of the BDPA iRadio show. BDPA is the premier organization for people of African-American descent in the information technology industry. BDPA exists to advance the careers of African-Americans in the IT industry from the classroom to the boardroom. You can find BDPA on group site, Twitter, and Facebook. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. The BDPA iRadio show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BDPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil, sponsored by the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, and the executive director, Wayne Hicks. Produced by Everaldo Gallimore. Technical advice by John Melanson. BDPA iRadio broadcast the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Join us on blogtalkradio.com backslash BDPA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.